show and you just want to talk to someone about it we need to talk to someone we about need to Louis. talk to someone about Louis. <laughs> this is marjorie <laughs> how long have you been trying to have a show for marjorie <laughs> i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> now that was relatable uh, this whole episode just daddy drop off is uh, not so much, you know, real life flashbacks, but just real life, our life as it is happening in the moment. Like, uh, uh, like, is there any moment on a typical weekday morning more stressful than trying to like get the kids out of the house before you have to do your work? Um, this is not quite so relevant right now. It's still relevant for most of our essential workers. Well, yeah, we're still taking the boys to daycare, but uh, it's certainly um, relaxed a bit that you're not trying to get the commute in as well, which is great. Yeah, that is that is a bonus. Like, you know, if you're dialing into your Zoom meetings via um, like inactive wear without showering for five days, no one's probably going to pass comments. So, <laughs> Yeah, there's yeah. a Zoom filter to fix that. It's great. <laughs> But, like, I definitely was um, relating hard to this episode when it first came out because uh, the days that I'm in charge of doing the drop-off, it just feels hectic even though it's probably no worse than, like, I'm always late to work on the days I have to do a drop-off and, yeah, there's no reason for that. I don't know what what happens, just life. I think kids happen. (laughs) Kids do happen, yeah. uh, Like from the very start of this episode um, and uh, it's told by Leela who we meet further down the track and we'll talk about her um, later, but uh, for the Healer family it starts in bed with Bandit and Chili and just that realisation on Bandit that, oh, I have to get them out the door. Like you can just (laughs) see the terror. You know it's Daddy Drop-Off this morning. Right, kids, Daddy Drop-Off. We are not going to be late this time. Huh? Hi. <laughs> yeah, and that um, smug look yeah. of satisfaction on Chili's face where she's like, you know it's Daddy Drop-Off. You know it's Daddy Drop-Off. Do you think this is literally the day after Sticky Gecko and she's just been <laughs> through trying to get them out the door and that's she's just extra self-satisfied because... I was getting strong Sticky Gecko vibes, especially uh, in that breakfast scene where he's trying to hurry them up and, like, why do, why do we bother trying to hurry them up, honestly? Like, yeah. it just it always has the opposite of the desired effect, doesn't it? Every time I say to Will, come on, come on, quick sticks or something like that, he's just, yeah, no, it's, it doesn't work. So maybe we should just all resign ourselves to the fact that our children do not understand the concept of time. Hey, food and gobs, the clock's ticking. Oh, Bingo, do you hear something? Mm, no. Brecky, come on. Are you sure you don't hear something? I'm sure. It must be the wind. Although the way this rush, rush, rush story plays out, I do begin to wonder if these particular children in Bluey and Bingo uh, don't understand the concept of time because it's never been modelled to them. <laughs> How did you feel as Bandit was in the car trying to find out if uh, Bingo had put in the 
inexplicable jumper. Like why oh. they needed a jumper, I have no idea. But I have so much rage in that moment because <laughs> if it was my kids, I'd just be like, no, we're not playing now. I need to know if you've got your jumper or not. Or, yeah, I mean, Liv's nonverbal, so I would have packed her bag realistically anyway. <laughs> Handy, yeah. Yeah, it would have been on me if there was no jumper on there. But, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh. Just that moment where he's like, call bingo healer, a small red dog who's definitely not complimentary. <laughs> Just like, you know, he's, he's driven five minutes in the wrong direction by this point. And, it's it's oh. half the episode of this, yeah, sort of phony calls with Marjorie while bingo just blissfully stares out the window like you'd at least stop the car to try and sort it out wouldn't you like you know yeah, don't he, keep driving in the wrong direction like you know maybe the reason they're not forthcoming with information about the jumper the jumper is not in the car come on bingo please pick up ring 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 oh my phone's ringing Boop. hello oh thank goodness bingo did you bring your jumper nope that back seat totally gives me life, though, every time I see it. I just <laughs> all the random almonds and stickers and drink bottles. Uh, yeah. And um, I have to say, Mary, this episode, when it launched, caused a fair wave of, I want to say controversy, but I think it's positive controversy because um, okay. this was one of the first episodes where they showed Bingo in a five-point harness rather than the yeah. rather than the lap sash which she'd been in uh, last season. There were lots of parents saying thank you because my four-year-old doesn't like wearing the harness, and now we can say you're going to be just like Bingo, just like Bingo. Yeah. Well, we talked about that in dance mode as well, but we didn't really get the full backseat. Um, view in that one and mm. I do note um, someone on uh, the Bluey fan club put the images together of the back seat in Dump and the back mm. seat in this one. Apart they managed to peel the stickers off the door. Harness, and, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Many of the almonds uh, seem to be the same almonds. So <laughs> how they've managed to pull out a car seat, put another one in um, and still leave the backseat detritus just untouched. Um, <laughs> you have props. Ah, biscuits. What did you think about the start of this episode, Mary? Because as you um, said earlier, it was the introduction from Leela, who is a little three-year-old white, I don't know, what, Pomeranian fluffy thing? I, I don't know. Um, Good question. I got sort of uh, I'm Dale Kerrigan and this is my story vibes from the castle, <laughs> you know, like because she's sort of like, I'm yeah. Leela and this is my story. This was me and my first day of kindy. <laughs> I was really shy. I'm kind of bummed that we didn't get to see Leela in her uh, natural habitat. Like she's kind of just there in front of a the cartoon equivalent of a green screen. We don't know kind of where she's coming from. There's no interaction with family or anything like that. So, Well, apart from um, that scene with her mum where she's hiding behind or, or could be her dad hiding behind some parent. Yeah, well, that's, that's true. But, um, but yeah, it's kind of just introduced from thin air rather than a bit of context. She seems like a really sweet um, little pup, but I kind of felt that we weren't getting that full Jack treatment of all the, all the background. Yeah, all the house got in stuff Army. and understanding the character and, yeah, 
But we understand that she's pretty shy and she just doesn't know how to make friends. And my heart just bled for her in that moment. Like my greatest fear as a parent was um, whether my kids would be able to make friends when they went to school. And, well, you know, like other fears as well. (laughs) Let's put it in context. But, (laughs) but yeah, I was so worried that they'd, I don't know, struggle to make friends and yeah I was just really feeling for little Leela there where she was sort of saying I just didn't know how it's like yes I've been there Leela oh man pre like preschool kinder whatever they're in is is an overwhelming place isn't it but um it can be yeah but I guess um the ease with which at the end of this episode, Bingo and Leela then connect just on the back of Bingo asking a very simple question of will you wind me up shows yeah. just just how little it takes to make a connection in that um, kind of environment as well, which is so heartwarming. It really is. Um, I feel like we've kind of gone all over the shop a little bit with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was the big takeaway um, for you out of this? Yet though? again, uh, for the spoilers uh, to our American cohort uh, who we know are listening, but yeah, okay, why don't we go back to where this episode goes? <laughs> so, <laughs> so from bed, Bandit is worried about uh, his daddy drop off and whether he can get the kids to date to their respective school and uh, kinder on time because mm. they've got a bit of a track record for being late. Um, Um, A big question that comes up in the kitchen after that is as Bandit's making the lunches, uh, he's putting into two lunch boxes. Okay, gluten-free, gluten-not-free. I'm off to work, kids. Enjoy Daddy Drop-Off. Got any theories on who the gluten-free offender is in the house? Well, see, they were both eating toast at the time. So, (laughs) you know, like... uh, Gluten-free bread has been innovated. It has been innovated. So I'm going to go with Bingo just because she's, you know, in Bumpy we saw her in hospital. Perhaps she's got more allergies um, she was hoofing into that German sausage pretty ferociously. Yeah, at the like, market, I feel like so. a German sausage never has a gluten-free bread option. But perhaps, <laughs> perhaps the trouble started with the German sausage. So and had a bit of anaphylaxis going on. Um, yeah, <laughs> poor bingo. Uh, poor bingo. Um, yeah, like I don't feel that it would be bluey just because you know we kind of had Indy having her like poffages moment, and Bluey was you know, pretty close to sealing the deal before Indy rained on that parade. In the car, kids, come on. Go, 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 go. Ah, forgot the keys. Hey, Bluey, I found a wand. Okay, we get out of the kitchen, um, get to as far as the car and Bandit's already left the keys inside, goes back, comes out again. We see a leaf wand appear, um, which the girls make full use of. That's a bit of a shout-out to the feather wand episode. That Yeah. Um, yeah, wands are Slow-mo. everywhere. Slow-mo was good though. I quite liked that. Although, again, that little injection of magic because um, Bingo, like Bandit is past her and has his back to her when she unslow-mos him and then he goes full speed <laughs> slamming into the car door. So just that little oh, bit of blurring the lines, maybe, quite like it. Uh, maybe he's just played it so many times he knows what's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you were playing, um, you said when we did Feather Wand that Will was very much into playing um, heavy. He- heavy, uh, not heavy, with, yeah. Without a feather. Um, 
Is that still a thing at your place? Mm, yeah, there's been less finger pointing at things of late, but, you know, um, yeah, he's shifted his allegiances to dance mode. So <laughs> now dance mode <laughs> comes on, he just wants to rock out. I'm all for that uh, because, yeah, heavy, not heavy can get a bit exhausting. <laughs> So finally in the car and uh, as we said before, Bandit doesn't know if Bingo has packed her jumper. Um, mm. So it turns into a phone call session, which I could definitely relate to, oh, phone calls in so the car. So frustrating though. We have oh. been doing for, I reckon it would be coming up to a year and a half. I don't know mm. where it started, but Bon loves, like he'll just be sitting in his back seat and looking out the window he's like, Mum, can I call Batman? <laughs> and like no is not an answer. Uh, he will just harass until he can. Um, and then he'll be ring, 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 ring. And then I have to be whoever he's ringing. I was kind of watching this, going, oh, so who, I don't. Who do you want end that up being? Flip. Like, do you well, end up being? Oh my god! Like Alfred? No, no. He he wants. He's always just him, and he wants me to be all the characters. So, so he wants me to be Batman, Batgirl, Robin, Baddie. It's it's gone them. beyond that. Regularly, baddies are all the Toy Story characters we've gone through now. The other day, <laughs> all the way to Geelong, we had one phone call where it started. Well. I like I was a bit dubious when we started. He's like, Mum, can I call Jesus? I'm like, oh, oh, that this is like like prayer is good. Uh, I don't know if I get to be Jesus. Like, oh, let's just go with it. First question out of the gate. It's like, Jesus, what did you do with the dinosaurs? I'm like, oh. So uh I wow. yeah, we talked about asteroids. Um anyway, uh painful. So I don't know if, if I would prefer to be just the straight man making the call and have him take the character on, like the situation Bandit yeah, you has. Can't, you can't keep going with this. I just need to know a little bit more details. So hang on. So were you just Jesus? for like a, a, a Melbourne to Geelong, I'm guessing from your house, it's like an hour, 20 minutes. That's a long conversation with God oh, to be oh, having. Okay. Perhaps I'm over, like, it, was, it was at least like a solid 40 minutes. Wow. And he had, you know, like he spent a fair bit of time speculating about the dinosaurs, but he knows a lot of dinosaurs now as well. He's like, so what about the Triceratops? And he had lots of like land before time related. Like, why does the ground open up? Was that because of the asteroid? Is that a volcano? Like, man, I I did not have uh, all the answers that I'm sure Jesus would have at his disposal. <laughs> so uh, that was can I, entertaining. Can I just say, on behalf of all parents who are listening to this right now, massive props because <laughs> that is just like my idea of like comedy gold but also hell. <laughs> so uh, I think, yeah, I think the line to heaven has, uh, has fallen and out permanently now. Uh, we're not going to go back there, that's for sure. <laughs> But Bandit's call is a very straight call, just trying to call Bingo and find out what she got. And he keeps getting bluey Marjorie, who, like, this is obviously a long-running game as well. Like, Bluey's just ready to roll. It's fantastic. I've never heard of him. What a great line. (laughs) 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 That was particularly perfect. Poor Bandit. Um, So, yeah, he does turn the car around at the end. 
Um, is that the last kind of disruption before they finally get to dropping Bingo off? Mm, no, because then they're walking through the car park at childcare and Bingo still wants more fun. Uh, so, yeah, coming in and she's like, can we play Walk Straight? Now, you need to walk straight, Bingo, okay? Watch me. <laughs> See? Easy. Now you do it. <laughs> Bingo, walk straight. And I've adopted this game, man. Love this game. Um, it's a classic for getting a kid to hold your hand uh, mm-hmm. when they're maybe being a bit squirmy. And, yeah, he sort of wiggles her around in a, in a line. And you probably noticed this too, but as they're going through the car park, um, there are quite a few little Easter egg things. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, so there are two blue cars in the um, car park that look pretty much identical and they both seem to have the number plate Ludo, which oh, okay, yeah, which I thought was quite nice. And then there was another car that had like a little Queensland like uh, sticker on the window. Okay. And they also walk past a, a blue charity box, which um, is for Lifeline. I'm very yeah, I did spot that one. I'm I'm very attuned to all things op shop, so uh, that one, yeah, jumped right out at me. Mm. Um, also, because like lockdown is the perfect time to be uh, cleaning out, and I'm looking for available charity boxes to dump our stuff in <laughs> when I finally get to the end of this. But yeah, that that was cool because we always see um, like the healer's number plate is quite visible. I think we've talked about this before, and it's HLR. Yeah, HLR. Yep. Yeah, but uh, perhaps we should be reading all the number plates and mm. what does it mean? Ooh, I don't know. Well, the fact that they had two cars really similar, I was like, mm, is that a continuity error or is that just oh like yeah, true a little <laughs> Easter egg for the parents? Either way. Um, speaking of Easter eggs, there is a, a long dog, um, uh-huh. a little orange one sitting right on top of the bookcase. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I spotted that, but I wondered, is it a bookcase? They almost look like tablets, but oh. it doesn't seem like the kind of kinder that would have tablets. I don't no. know. <laughs> You'd think that they wouldn't have screens for every kid, um, but maybe it's like photos of all the kids or something oh, like that. Maybe, or- yeah. Or I don't know if your um, childcare does this, but, like, I know at our one, like, all the students have a book and they put in, like, little updates or artworks or stuff like that. Oh, yeah, yep. We used to have that. Ours is all digital now, so um, you don't get, like, that... Less stuff to bring home, which is good, but... uh, (laughs) So they haven't tried sending home robots lately. (laughs) Yeah, we've finally finished with the robots. It's great. I get that end up in the bin. What happened there? Uh, we have one robot making box now that is uh, essentially a robot boneyard. We pull them all <laughs> apart and it's just one box of robot-based materials for making a super robot one day, which is great. I'm loving that. Much more yeah. space efficient. Um, as well as that long dog, there's a tennis ball as they walk in. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, as they get to the door as well, that's where they Bingo wants the final disruptive, slow-down um, game. All right, keep it real, Bingo. Dad? Yes, mate? You didn't do wind-up Bingo. Oh, look, mate, i got to get Bluey to school. But you always do wind-up Bingo. Oh, I know, it's just we're running late, kiddo. But how do I get in the door? 
such a toddler thing, isn't it? Like, uh, you know, but how can I do this a different way to the every other time I've ever done this before? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, think laterally, um, lovey. We've been having a similar issue when Bon went up a room at daycare. Um, he was very clingy and hard to sort of push through the door. And I've I'd read, you know, one of those kind of tips and tricks, clickbaity internet things oh, yes, uh, like about- 20 ways to not have tears uh, at drop-off. Oh, I sort know, of- isn't it? Yeah, like, gosh, there's, you know, there's a million ways and do they ever work? But this was working for us where I would kiss, like give him a kiss on each hand and say, you know, you can hold on to those for later when you need them kind of thing. Oh, man, um, that's One kiss uh, quickly became, this hand needs more kisses, this one needs just one more, 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 more. And so, oh. like, I was, you know, I was, like, sort of French Pepe Le Pew, like, mwah, 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 um, <laughs> ridiculousness levels. And then uh, that was all before uh, coronavirus and wash your hands. And now he's, like, still, like, I have to remember before I drop him off, <laughs> okay, get all the kisses on his hand, explain to him that, the hand sanitizer won't clean them off. They'll just get rid of the coronavirus. Okay, you've still got them there. I can't give you any more. The daycare carers are staring at us. Like, <laughs> uh, yeah. Like, yeah. Especially in the age of corona. Like, you know, there's only so many kisses before people start getting a little bit. Mm. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I know. But and it does the wind up bingo, and that is the key to what then connects bingo with Leela, who's hiding behind the blocks when bingo finally makes it in. Mm. And um, I like that we get to see that's not the only perspective we get on it as well, because. Um, before that connection happens, Bandit keeps taking Bluey to school, and Bluey asks Bandit, "You know, would we still be late if we hadn't done that?" Well, probably not as late. So why did you play it then? Hmm, I don't know. Just did. But what if you didn't? What would happen then? Probably nothing, I suppose. Bingo would just walk through the door instead. Yes, he would. I liked that Bandit couldn't really explain it. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, although he was you know, so hung up on not being late, much like Chili starts in, st- in Sticky Gecko. Mm. Um, really, his first instinct is still to just go with the flow of of keeping the kids as happy and comfortable as he can. Yeah. And, and why would you do anything else? Like, you know, deep down, even though he's trying to rush them, he knows that the most efficient way is actually to roll with the punches with what the kids need at the time. And it sort of, um, it spoke to me a little bit about trampoline, you know, like your job is to make up games and, yeah, you know, um, throughout Bluey we've always returned to that theme, how important imaginative play is for kids and how they use those games to then understand their world. Um, yeah, I, I loved, it was almost like for me, sort of a little sliding doors moment, you know, that terrible Gwyneth Paltrow film, which was <laughs> um, terrible, but I do know it. Yeah. But it's like that sort of, if he hadn't have wound up bingo, would she and Leela have been able to connect in that moment? And then, you know, that, mo- that moment where very, very end of the, 
um, episode, we see these flash forwards, almost like we do in camping with the tree growing, except it's Bingo and Leela and their friendship throughout the years. Bingo is my friend now. <laughs> and I hope we're friends forever and ever and ever. And that to me was just like I, I just burst into tears when I saw that. It was, it was surprisingly emotional because you do all these things as a parent, and you, like, so often you just dismiss the impact that um, those little moments of beauty and play have, and then actually that turns out to be perhaps one of the most formative moments of Leela's life as well as bingos because that's the moment she met her friend I just yeah I just got a bit emotional about it Mary (laughs) yeah it's so well done you know it would be nice if some of those moments could be a bit better signposted for a parent so you know the one you really just have to do don't stuff (laughs) this up yeah (laughs) but yeah and like you say the flash forward it's a series of photos of um bingo and leela their kinder photo together and then a school one and a and a graduation one and it's like it just, a science um, project or something together yeah as well. oh, two and it just it, it's, it's seconds um but yeah I think it had the same effect on absolutely everyone just that that camping style heart wrench um the art is beautiful and it's done by our mate Costa mm. who's the art director he tweeted about it uh soon after the episode dropped um, to say he actually had had nothing else to do with this episode except that he did those four pictures uh, for the final scene and, yeah, they are just spectacular. That's that's the moment that just to me made this episode so, so special because, and and I don't know about you, Mare, but I found this a lot in season two. I'd be watching the episode and going, oh, yeah, it's all fun and games. And then right at the end, <laughs> they'd pull out something out of the bag and I'd just be in a mess. Uh, yeah. um, and, you know, I'm extra hormonal, but that's, that's beside the point. <laughs> Yeah. Well, going yeah. by, I'd say the whole of Australia who has seen this episode is extra hormonal then, Kate, because it has had the same effect on everyone. Oh, so <laughs> clearly pregnancy is catching and it's uh, <laughs> gone uh, across the genders this time. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely um, feeling all the feelings because – like it's so easy when you're running late to just feel that you're the worst parent in the world and um, it gives me hope anyway that um, maybe the moments that I'm discounting as not being that important are actually the ones where I'm doing something right. <laughs> maybe giving kisses on the hand, you know, has influenced him making a little mate in his room or something. I don't know. Yeah. Let's not get too big picture. I'll just start weeping again. It's not, it's not helping. <laughs> that's fair. But, yeah, I think that's Daddy Drop-Off. Uh, how was the music on this one? That's what I have to say about the music on this episode. <laughs> um, it's not classical. I think as usual, <laughs> thanks, Joff. Yeah. <laughs> um, the music was great and, um, yeah, no, I th- this is a Joff original. I think I didn't recognise any classical tunes in the background. See you, 
Okay, I I think we got there, like, you know, late as usual, but uh, the daddy drop-off has happened. Um, We've been pumping through the episodes lately at our end. You're still getting them at the same rate, but uh, we're trying to, you know, get organised before some major life events. Um, Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to buy some time, basically, before (laughs) I ruin my son's life, I'm sure. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, so we're hoping that we'll definitely have, um, yeah, at least a few weeks of got to be done uh, insurance, if you like, just in case... um, yeah, I'm. I don't know. Crying at four a.m. into into <laughs> a pile of pea-soaked nappies and wondering what I've done with my life. So yeah, thanks. Thanks for being so accommodating, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been fun, but it means we know that nows have been a bit. Um, we ha- aren't getting the same level of correspondence. But for this one, I want to. Um, we know that now for Army because there is something we need to know more about. We heard from um, Cassandra uh, this week, who is a longtime Instagram correspondent. Um, Her whole family are bluey-loving types. And she wanted to know, um, we talked in Army about the military connection in Rusty's family, obviously, Mm -hmm. but we're also um, assuming that was connected to the picture in the healer house of granddad we know from sticky gecko who wears the uh the soldier's slouch hat um and yeah we'd assumed that there was sort of family connection there because we were working on the basis that rusty was bluey's cousin cassandra's saying now on the official bluey website he's referred to as bluey's friend which we'll checked it yes absolutely correct and went went back to some um, file uh, information and yet he definitely had been called a cousin from the country or the bush and now yeah. he's the friend from the bush. So Ooh. is the family just falling apart? I, I need to know. <laughs> yeah, or maybe um, maybe they decided they couldn't wedge an extra sibling yeah, but it makes me worried we're never going to get to meet Chili's family or perhaps they're writing a whole new family for her and starting fresh. Um, <laughs> but either way, no, yeah. Rusty is a cousin in my head. It's too late to rewrite that Ludo. Yeah, <laughs> so. I know they rewrote the profile for Chili, but, yeah, I, th- I feel like going from cousin to friend is a massive downgrade. <laughs> Damn it. Our boy Rusty deserves better. He really does. And, you know, like he's a healer as well, so – is he a healer? I, f- I feel uh, like I think he's he a, a um, Kelpie. So, but I would like- imagine like Kelpies and healers are quite regularly crossbred. Like, yes. is yeah, like surely you know the the farming types have done that in the past. <laughs> or who knows? <laughs> Um, but anyway, it's it's a really good good spot, Cassandra. And uh, yeah, we need more information. I think is the upshot of that, but. Uh, whatever whatever the outcome is, I will always be on Team Rusty. I will be too. He's a very good dog. Um, actually, I was rewatching um Early Baby today with Will. Um, oh yeah. And, no, sorry, uh, Mums and Dads. Sorry, not Early Baby. And I did notice that um, you know, because Indy and Rusty have that thing. She's saying, uh, Dad, stay home and mow the lawn. And he's saying, yes. no, Mum, stay home and look after kids. And I was like, ah, oh, that's because his dad's in the army. So his mum's probably oh, good staying point. home yeah. and looking after him. So I was like, oh, that's why he's saying that. Anyway, 
minor aside, but I was like, yeah, yeah little backstories sort of oh, all, all making so sense. To know. Um, Mary, I'd like to um, go through some of our mailbag from, from recent <laughs> Um Now, uh, keeping in mind that uh, we're recording this at the very end of April, so I'm sure things have moved on a little bit, but we got a lovely um, email today from uh, Alex, who is in Boston, Massachusetts, with a two-year-old, and um, he has written to us just saying, just wanted to send you both a heartfelt thanks for Got to Be Done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, my wife and I only started watching Bluey in mid-March when the lockdown began and it's the perfect show for her and us. Um, but for me and my wife, a professor and a medical doctor respectively, your podcast brought insight and much-needed laughs during a time when work nearly broke us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, some ugly tears here. Um, remote teaching stinks. Watching a hospital completely change overnight is incredibly scary. Our president's an idiot, but you two brought levity and laughs when we needed it most. I'm lo- I'm so grateful that they got in touch and, you know, we really appreciate that um, at a time where you probably have a lot on your plate, Alex, that you've gotten in touch with us. Um, and they've said that they're expecting their second daughter next week. So oh, wow. Uh, no doubt. Um We've got, uh, well, we've, we've got our little boy, so they're having their little girl. I'm thinking a Jean-Luc Bluey style. Oh, yes, absolutely. Hook up <laughs> in about 16 years' time. Feel free to come out and um, we'll introduce them. So Yep. Um, uh, it's a yeah. camping date waiting to happen. <laughs> yeah. But, um, look, best of luck, uh, Alex and Erica. I really hope that you're not too sleep-deprived. Um and the little Emma is doing really well adjusting to her role as a big sister. <laughs> oh, man. And, you know, as we record this, Australia's sort of in a good patch. Um, but, yeah, so many. Oh, God. So much love and thoughts to, our, to all our mates in the US because, um, yeah, it's, it is, just looks tough. Yeah. And it's, everywhere. The world's gonna, everywhere. got a while to run to sort this one out, hey. But mainly, I hope you get the Bluey Season 2 episode soon because you're going to need them. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like, um, you know, anything that can get you through lockdown a little bit more painlessly is a good thing. And um, it was so good when those new episodes were dropping, Mare, because it meant that at least an hour of my day was fine yeah. with some Bluey reruns and some old episodes thrown in. Yeah, I'm really hoping that our um, overseas listeners get to enjoy Season 2 uh, as much as we have very soon. Um, I think we're there. I uh, think we are too. So- we can't wait to hear from, uh, yeah, it doesn't have to be as heartfelt as that, but we love hearing from you. Um, you can Insta us at BlueyPod, Twitter us at BlueyPodcast. We're got to be done, the Bluey Podcast on Facebook, and our email is BlueyPod at gmail.com. Um and yeah, we'll be back next week, all going, uh, going at least as swimmingly as Bandit getting <laughs> the girls out the door, right? <laughs> Absolutely, we can we can hope for the best. Saluting you, ma'am, and uh, see you at drop off. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. In the meantime, it's got to be done. Done. Bye. Bye. The kids are awake.